Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about good books. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Actually, we did just get, uh, we got listed on a uh, on a blog as one of the top 10 best bad movie podcasts. So they what? got it real We're wrong. We, we have always <laughs> been about good books and always will be. <laughs> Uh, we have a great Can we panel. always be about Harry Potter? Because I would really record that much more eagerly. We're gonna we're gonna have to talk about what. Let me tell you about a podcast <laughs> I know about. Uh, we, have, we we have a lot to discuss. We have a great panel with me today. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. You're a wizard, Alex, and a cracking good one at that. Is that what it was? <laughs> Munching. Uh, snapping, uh, cracking sounds right. A munching, good one at that. I you're a, you're a British be... adjective, good at one at that. <laughs> I think a munching, good one sounds very different. <laughs> also joining us uh, at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter, and possibly slightly tipsy from watching the Emmys in Los Angeles, California. It's Sarah Hathaway. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> I like the the hunt, the contact high also implied by the Emmys is great. Yeah, I, uh, she wasn't yeah. drinking. She's just tipsy from joy at television rewarding itself with television. Uh, this The ultimate substance, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> and also joining us today, a very special guest. She's at Uncle Kate on Twitter, Uncle C-A-I-T. But she also, you might know her from the Room of Requirement 237 podcast. Oh. A podcast about uh, Harry Potter, but with a special... It seems like a special bent towards... Uh, theories right that seems to be your favorite part yeah 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 it is it's fan theory uh and lore mostly yeah mostly uh, well it, we're so glad to have you on uh for this episode because this is episode number 408 we have now done as many episodes as the uh length of the diagonal in inches of samsung's new 4k movie theater display oh, oh yeah tell us your quote <laughs> sorry <laughs> I got excited about your podcast. <laughs> and then we'll find out why I'm talking about that. I know you set it up with a question. <laughs> Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Truly uh, the best speech ever given. That was so good. And, right? And, and, and dumb and brilliant. Oh yeah, I forgot about how great that is. Anyway, so episode 408. I don't know why I don't do that in Samsung. Length of the movie theater. Uh, screen. It's the first LED movie screen. That's what's happening. Samsung is now okay. making. So we're eventually you can stop having a projector and just have a bigger TV. Did we want those? Is that good? Are we happy? See, I don't think I want it, but it's like, t- they say it's ten times better. <laughs> oh, well, if it can make all movies ten times better, why would right. I not want that? Yeah, right? So if you get like okay. a 10% of Rotten Tomatoes, that means it's now a perfect film. <laughs> That's how math works. <laughs> Mathed it. Uh, so anyway, uh, speaking of things that were remade into big movies, this week we're talking about Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And I'm going to keep calling it that because I... Uh, I'm a snob. And I do not think that is that is not my hill to die on. I'm I'm just gonna say I don't care about that difference. You, you can call the stone whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, the stone can be anything. The stone is within all of us. Uh, there's no yeah. wrong way to enjoy this novel. The kidney stone. It's fine. Does not matter. <laughs> kidney stones. I think rolling stones. I think kidney stones would be the wrong way to enjoy this novel. You know what? If you're it on, might like, make if you feel immobile, better. Yeah, absolutely. This is. Yeah, uh, Harry Potter is the opium of the masses, guys. In uh, a good way. Why are we reading Harry Potter <laughs> 408 episodes into it? That's the hell to die on. Bad movies. Um, well, I, well, I think it's because, I mean, you should probably explain what this book is, because I don't think anyone's heard of it, so that's cool. So this is the 1997 <laughs> book uh, that kicked off 
the franchise that you may have heard of from such works as uh, a play in London right now and uh, a land in LA yeah, and Florida this, if it's still there. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are very familiar with the Harry Potter land. This is the book that that's based on. <laughs> I, you didn't even know it was part of a book. It's what it, it came from. This book. It's by uh, an obscure British author, uh, J.K. Rowling. That's not a rolling bit. I never like remember how to pronounce it properly. How dare you? I want to say rolling, <laughs> <I know>. but <laughs> it's, I rolling. it's like like rolling like, like bowling, graining, grounding. It's like you're always. It's like it's um. It's always wrong. However you say it, kind of thing. So we can call the stone whatever, <laughs> but we have and we're right, and we can call her whatever, and we're wrong. That's right. Perfect. So uh, why are we why are we reading this book? Because. It was sponsored by Ava the Canadian, who says, uh, I want you to read book one of Harry Potter, love it, and then hopefully someone else will ask you to read book two, and so forth. So, Oh my gosh, this, what a dream. This is the original, this is the plan. <laughs> Ava has a plan. Ava sponsored this episode, so this is Spons Timber, you guys. This is our third episode no. of Spons Timber. No, no, wait a second. Ava, is this a real plan, or is this a plan like sort of like the Cylons had a plan where it wasn't that great of a plan all along? Does the like, silence plan not work out? I only watched the first couple episodes. I mean, they it kind of... <laughs> I feel like it falls apart a bit towards the... If this is all according to your plan, like... Uh, well, anyway. Back to like, Spons Tember. four people. Anyway, Spons Tember. And <laughs> Ava sponsored this. And uh, it's also the 20th anniversary of the, of the book being published. So it's basically fate that we have to talk about it now. And that's what we were. We were waiting until the 20th anniversary to finally talk about it. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I should just look up what other anniversaries are coming up that will so I'll know what's next. I mean, if you were just doing that, then basically you're just a podcast about 1997. That was a great man. I really enjoyed that year. I feel like, uh, at least from a pop culture standpoint, from a I guess personal and yeah, from from a being a 13 year old. Yeah, that was not great. No, the rest of that was bad. <laughs> uh, but I feel like good stuff was made. You guys, uh, so we're we're talking. We're just gonna somebody offered to. Pay us to read Harry Potter. That's what we're doing. I mean, like, there's no greater explanation than, this like... This is how Harry Potter... It was about time to reread it anyway. Har- Somebody was like, here, we'll pay you for it. And we're like, all right, fine. That's yeah, what we're actually, doing. Yeah, that, that was a long roundabout way of saying, we watched it, <laughs> we read this because someone paid us. Yeah. That, was a, that was, it was a much shorter, I guess, way to say that. Yeah, but that's always. So I was trying to expand on it. If you want to force us to watch something, um, we'll have other sponsorships in a month or two. But in the meantime, you can become a Meat Buddy, and then you get to vote, because it's the Rocktober coming up soon. So go to readdeshweep.com, become a Meat Buddy, and then you can vote. And if you are a Meat Buddy, go, you know where to go. Go there and vote on the Rocktober episodes. All right, so here's what we're going to do for the summary of this book. I would like us to do a tag team summary this time. Oh, my God. Is that good or bad? This is so exciting. This is so exciting. (laughs) I guess, actually, so we should, yeah, let's, before we even summarize the book, I do want to, let's just, let's establish some cred. So, Kaylin is obviously, does a podcast about it. Yes. You're deep in fan theories. This was not a, you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Badly, but it's working. Oh, is it? Okay. It just seems like you're mad. No! What? No! I'm having a great time. Uh, uh, so, Kaylin, uh, in, in, a, in a nutshell, what is your Harry Potter experience? Uh, the experience or the recap? No, we're going to do the recap after this. I just want to talk about <laughs> oh, our... Your bona fides? Yeah, bona fides, oh, I guess. Not, not yeah. bona fides, just like where are you in the, in the process of, this, of enjoying this? Of the Harry mm-hmm. Potter world, I uh, read the first book when I was 19 and then followed the series from then, have seen all the movies, and then uh, last year decided to start a podcast 
because I'm a big dumb dummy. And you were like, you, you were in explored. this from the ground floor, but you're like, let me wait until it is not a thing as much, and then I'll start my show. Yeah, twenty year anniversary, totally <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like you know indiscriminate right. timing. <laughs> um, it was last year. I have n- no like. No, no, you 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 would do a show but about we... the 19th anniversary <laughs> of it. That was how you got inspired. Yeah. Called Room of Requirement 237. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and we've been rereading the books. Oh, nice. Um, myself, via audiobook, narrated by Jim Dale. And I can't say enough about how much I oh, love this narration. Oh, likewise, likewise. Truly, truly yeah. gifted. I, Just uh, Sarah, obviously, you're on board for this. Tell us your bona fides. What's your history with it? Oh, my goodness. Well, guys, I was 10 years old when this book came out. Mm-hmm. And so this is your it, 20th anniversary. I got of being to 10. grow up. Yes, a big year. Um, I got to grow up with these books, and I was obsessed with them. I started reading them right before the third one came out, and then read the rest of them. Like, would go to the midnight like book yeah. parties at Borders, RIP, in costume Ooh. with people to get them. It was so cool to like be able to grow up with the series that I like loved just felt so immersed in and so like passionate about and went to all the movies i still really love them i reread them every couple of years and probably the biggest bona fide i can give for myself as a harry potter fan is that um when it came time for my bachelorette party oh yeah uh, the wizarding world of harry potter had just opened in los angeles and all of my bridesmaids came to california and we went in costume as the bobaton girls <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. It was that's my really sister amazing. made incredible costumes and everyone freaked out when they saw us. It was like the second week it had been opened. So it was oh we like got in before a lot of people I think were like going in like full out costumes and it was truly one of the best days of my life. <laughs> like if you if you go in costume and you like have a great time, they will like let you go to the front of all the lines. Everyone will speak to you in character. It's really fabulous. Didn't you also go to a behind the scenes party there? I did the the following week. My my uncle works for a construction company that built the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So the next week after my bachelorette party, I went back with my uh, then fiance, now husband, like after the park had closed. So it was like us and a bunch of construction workers like going around the (laughs) park at night. And like my uncle hadn't ever read Harry Potter and was like, what is this about? As we're like going onto the rides and stuff. And I was like trying to explain it to him. <laughs> that's that's going to be a weird really moment. Yeah. to explain to someone. I, yeah, you, I know. I, it was so weird because he's like, this is how we poured the concrete. And I'm like, and this is how you fight Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to say that. Are, are we just saying it? I've I always, mean, guys, I always thought I him, His scar hasn't hurt I call him snake face. Well. Oh, okay. I call him Snake Face. Snake Face. That's, that's also very good. good. That's a good workaround. Well, I do wonder how why how, how they're it? always saying uh, he who like uh, you know who or whatever. They don't say Danny. Like they could just call him any other thing. It's just so much less cumbersome. Wizards aren't known for efficiency. No, they are not. No. That's really true. <laughs> yeah, um, they don't have the internet. <laughs> Ezra Bonafides. <laughs> um, so let's see, I think I first heard about it. I guess from a. Um, uh, really, really smart uh, uh, classmate, I guess, in eighth grade. Uh, she was doing like a, uh, I guess, uh, just she was sort of introducing everyone to it. Um, 
Uh, and then I, I didn't actually read it though until um, kind of a like a partially disastrous uh, family vacation, I guess, in uh, Greece in 1999. Uh, but this is by oh. far the best part of the vacation. <laughs> uh, was like my mom like reading like this book to like my sister and my, and me. Um, I guess as like as teens, like like young teens. Um, um, and like uh, you know, like as we were in this house with like no electricity and like nothing to do. Um, um, and then I think from there on, uh, I guess like I w- was, uh, I guess current with the books, like, uh, starting with like Goblet of Fire, like when it came out and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, most recently, uh, like, uh, Sarah and I, uh, my wife, Sarah, uh, and I, um, like checked out, um, uh, the, I guess the, the script, uh, of like the, the, the British played one, um, and, uh, yeah. like sort of like read it to each other in character voice, uh, oh, like working fun. through it, like over... <gasps> Over the course oh. of uh, several days, so that, that was pretty great. Oh, uh, and man. also, yeah, um, both of you have such cute marriages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all based around Harry Potter. Yeah. You can't go wrong, right? It's um, the glue. And, and yeah, um, and and since then, also taken. Uh, um, we we went to the uh, like the Wizarding World in LA uh, several times because uh, it's like super cheap actually. If you like get like a pass at Costco, it's like um, like a hundred dollars for like the year, and like kind of why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but and also Caleb is pretty terrified of like the uh, like the book of like the um, the like the like the beasts and like the like the the, the animal book that like snaps. Um, like there's oh, a, the monster there's book a... of monsters. Yeah, he can't imagine yeah. scared of that. Sounds so. That nice. was like that was like his first like traumatic well, it, it comes experience. Awake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like at kid eye level in the wizarding world, and it like is snoring, and then it wakes up and like snaps and stuff. Yeah, so like yeah. for like I don't know like several Thousands months basically, he was just asking about the brown book uh, and why it was so angry. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the brown book. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, and, it knows too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It knows too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, did you explain to him that everything's kind of angry right now? Uh, well, this was before then, uh, but no, uh, at the time I was just saying, you know what? He was trying to be friendly. He did not know that you were going to be scared by it, uh, but he's actually a very nice book. So, <laughs> oh, so I don't know lying if he's dad, well, you don't know what's in the book's heart, honestly. <laughs> you just have to stroke it, right? You have to yeah, kind yeah, of try, right on the spine, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, that's so next step. So, my, my, I guess, I mean, I obviously came to this the last out of everybody. I read the series like four or five years ago. Um, for the first time, Ooh. and I, one of the reasons we haven't really talked about it much on the show is because I genuinely like it, and that's not usually our thing. And it's just seemed mm-hmm. like it, it's a it's a rare thing that I ha- like I read and never really talked about. I just in, uh, it was a nice it was yeah just just, a nice thing just for, for you yeah. And so nice. uh, and I yeah I really like I mean I I was looking for an audiobook that would be just very like nice and distracting and. You know, my wife had loved this book since she was very young, and I had always uh, stayed away from it because it was popular, and I was kind of a dick growing up. And uh, I know you're surprised. <laughs> you grew uh, out of it though, so that's that's. Really I did well. That was a big part of it. You know, was like having was being like, you know what, I'm, oh, I'm at a point where I can just try it, and and it was super. It's obviously super fun. Although I did it, uh, I made the mistake of watching the movie after, like w- read the book, watch a movie, like shortly after, and that's just a terrible way to consume anything. Uh, if you want to be the person who's like, but in the book, then like watch the movie right after. <laughs> and uh, you got to be that person. Yeah, so I re- that really took a lot of the fun out of it for me. But this, uh, it was really fun to go back to, which we'll talk more about. Okay, so now it's time for Tag Team Summary. Um, so, Ezra, I'd like you to start us off, if you would. Please set us the scene for the first Harry Potter book. Uh, okay, so um, I guess at the, at the beginning, um, 
the whole wizarding world is super excited. Uh, they're rejoicing because um, it turns out there's this really bad dark wizard named Voldemort who has just been uh, just like just we're just gonna vanquished. say it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was always on like Dumbledore's side of it, where it's like, hey, man, whatever Dumbledore says, that's Did, right. Didn't he end up being wrong? Didn't it end up being like a <laughs> tracking device if you said his name? Uh, but wasn't yeah. didn't Dumbledore win? That's so like, we're good. Oh, right. That's true. He's, yeah, take that. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So basically, um, uh, uh, Dumbledore is awesome, uh, like like Gandalf ish wizard, uh, but you know, with other great like weirdness. Um, and uh, basically, they're, they're, uh, he's sort of like organized uh, this drop off of this. Uh, newly orphaned uh, kid Harry Potter with some pretty shitty uh, uh, a, like aunt and uncle uh, and uh, from there Tag. Harry goes up so he is newly orphaned because although everything was great in the wizarding world uh, the reason it's great is because this young baby killed he who must not be named <laughs> with his face <laughs> yeah we should just call him like yeah face killer his bulletproof face bounced a curse back. and he's a he's a baby right so he has a giant forehead and it just reflected that yeah. was the mistake was trying to kill a baby in the forehead because that's their most reflective part so uh big v cursed him bounced off killed him mostly uh but the downside was his parents are gone now Pre- pretty good for he killed him pretty good for a baby yeah oh yeah it's, i mean at that point his best kill yeah so, uh, but anyway, downside, parents are gone, so he gets dropped off with uh, the Dursleys, which are a family of very ordinary, if slightly overweight, British people. Uh, one of them is pretty stretched out, I think. Oh, well, uh, the one thing that's happening at this point of the book is they're really mean to the weight of Dudley, especially. It's pretty, like, he's they're bad people, but also they're overweight, and so it's, like, doubly bad is the way that part feels. Uh, they're really mean to him because of the weight. You think? Yeah. Wait. Who's mean to him because uh, of the weight? The narrator, the narrator is very mean to Dudley's weight. Repeatedly. That's not, the narrator yeah, spends that's a lot of time like, fat-shaming oh, the Dursleys. Because he's, he's no, absolutely. spoiled. Yeah. 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 yeah it was it's, kind it's, of like a, yeah. Yeah, like it's not a, a genetic uh, thing. It's because they didn't teach him discipline. Okay, tag. No, yeah. no, no, I got no, a good exactly. one. Go, Sarah. So, then we pick up right before Harry is about to turn 11. And it's Dudley's birthday. And they go to the zoo and Harry has this weird moment where this snake seems to have a conversation with him. And Harry starts remembering all these weird moments he's had in his life where things just seem to happen. And he's not meaning to make them happen. He's been very casually ignoring and the fact like, that sometimes he flies on accident. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, cakes explode near him. And, like, I don't know. It just happened. And sometimes snakes want to talk to him. So he has the snakes go scare the hell out of his dumb cousin. Yeah. And his shitty friend Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> we never got him off about Pierce. Not a lot of closure on Pierce. <laughs> no. He just goes away. Yeah. Yep. I mean, friends change you don't as you get older. Find out, you don't find out which exhibit Harry sent him I to. I like to think that Pierce grew out of this it and now runs a very successful podcast. <laughs> the best, the best hope. Sometimes your dick is a kid and it turns out all right in the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, go. tag. Yeah, tag. <laughs> uh,. Harry gets brutally uh, punished by his uncle, uh, rage-inducing, tells him, locks him in the closet. You remember that he lives in a room closet closet, under the stairs. Mm -hmm. Slams it, whatever. Uh, And then this is the beginning of the madness of the Dursleys because 8,000 goddamn (laughs) owls fucking (laughs) descend upon them in what can only be described as like, uh, curse from it's Jesus, <laughs> like, <that's> not... <laughs> but like goth Jesus, yes, a wizard. 
Um, <laughs> uh, tag. So the goth That's Jesus is sending letters are. in through all of the holes in the house. <laughs> Every hole, Every man. House. Letters come through, all addressed to Harry, but his parents won't have any of it, and they go real crazy real fast and papa dursley drives him out to the middle of the a lake and in a tiny cold lake house and hopes that he won't get caught there but he does the mail shows up and also with that mail a giant ginger wait ginger <laughs> he's not a ginger oh, he's tag not? oh yeah. shows up. wait he has oh, he's, he's a brunette he's a gorgeous sultry yes. brunette oh. and he I shows him as a ginger. up with a an umbrella full of magic and he turns Dursley's ass into a pig ass and he scares the hell out of his aunt and uncle and says you're a wizard Harry and finally gives him the letter and the letter says he is invited to go to Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry and learn how to be a magical wizard because his parents were wizards Tag, a wizard just in and a case, witch. just in case you were worried about the closure on this on the pig ass they have to get it surgically removed because he never magics it off Yes. It's one of my favorite p- parts of this whole series. It's I forgot so about that. I left it. so hard that they just left it that Fuck way. You stay that way. <laughs> yep. And then to get, they had to go to a doctor, and the doctor had to be like, "Sure, I will perform plastic surgery on your ass to remove the pig ass where your it's ass." It's not used plastic to be. though, right? It's just, it's just like, it's just scissor surgery, right? It's just metal surgery, like cut surgery, laser surgery. Gone. Gone surgery. Other types Gonzo. of surgery. Yeah. Anyway, there wasn't a lot of that pig ass like resolution in this book. That's true. That's that's one knock against it. Um, tag. Uh, so then basically, uh, like uh, like time go like oh yeah. So Hagrid takes uh, Harry shopping. Uh, weird shit happens uh, in Diagon Alley. Uh, goblins. Uh, like some some kind of pale kid who's kind of a dick. Um, like like kind of know, a racist. Just- Oh yeah, 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 like racist in a way we don't understand yet. Even like <laughs> yeah. he's playing twelve-dimensional um, racist chess. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you know. Um, oh yeah, and uh, Hagrid picks up something uh, that's small uh, from the bank. <laughs> uh, tag. It, so he, uh, Harry goes off to school. Turns out he's not just a wizard; he's a famous wizard because of this baby killing um, or killing as a baby. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big difference. Yeah. So. Uh, he, so at wizarding school, he meets. Wait, wait, so, side note: Would it be insane if, like, actually, like, like Harry as a child just was on a blood first, first thirsty spree, but like happened to kill someone he was like you know, who was bad, and then like the media just spun it, you know? So it was just like, oh, oh yeah, all right, we well, don't he know killed how all many people innocent, he killed with his yeah, head, but one of them was really important to kill. So you know what? Just, we're just gonna give it to him. We're not gonna talk about the others and hope he grows out of it. Uh, so which he didn't. Did you just pitch baby assassin? Or, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, baby, so, baby Dexter. Yeah, baby Dexter. That's what I was trying to say. So uh, Harry goes to wizard school, makes two and a half friends, learns magic, <laughs> and also is constantly uh, getting in mischief slash trying to save the world, despite being 11 and a half. Yeah. Um, and the bad guy. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, we all tag. Okay, tag, tag. At, at the end of, of the book, he discovers... That his Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Professor Quirrell, has Voldemort growing out of the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> and Voldy head hilarity ensues. This book is just crazy. crazy. There's there's bad guys he, growing out of other guys' heads, there's pig asses on there's babies' asses. Pig asses, dude heads. It's all crazy. Check the back so of the person he, you're he, dealing with. I, that's really if someone is wearing a large hat be suspicious of them For that's sure. the moral yeah, just do a, yeah a 360 sweep of everyone you want to talk to uh, but yeah. he the, Voldemort is uh, just a gonna spectral say it, huh? parasite form yes 
uh, growing on the back of this guy's head, but to get a body of his own, he needs the Philosopher's Stone, which happens to be the little package that Hagrid picked up from the bank at the beginning of the book. Oh. oh. And what does the Philosopher's Stone do? Does it, turn, does it turn you into an unemployed person? Jack, it makes you live how long, and the dude that made it, Fleming, uh, <sighs> I, dies because of it because they destroy it. Yeah. Oh, so, so in other words, Harry Potter strikes again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He claims Man, his spoiler. next victim, <laughs> a sweet old Welshman named Nicholas Flamel. <laughs> Nicholas Flamel was, yeah. I thought he was Nicholas gonna, Flannel, flannel and just like a lumberjack. I think we nailed that. Okay. Right, so that's yeah. the book. But you know what? We'll talk more about it. It makes sense yeah. that Harry is Dexter. Like, Dumbledore does some questionable things. Yeah. Or like illegal things. Like he didn't look up the family at all that he dropped a baby yeah. off at on their front porch. It was porch the blood yeah. protection. <laughs> it was he had to have someone of sure. her blood with Lily's blood because Lily's love right. saved Harry from right, guys, I'm getting stuffed. No, 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 <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows that. <laughs> I mean, no, but you're was, right. Regardless, he should have done some cursory no, no, no. research. And I'm on not them. saying absolutely. He could have softened the blow for them, like in a. I don't know. He, something could have been done. Yeah, child I'm not support. It, it, yeah, what if I'm he, not, yeah, he could exactly. have le- left a bag of money. He could be like, hey, if you treat this kid well, here's some money. Or maybe it's an just like a big brother from Big Brother, Big Sister. Yeah, anyway. yeah whatever. That would have been good. <laughs> but. I get why Harry, if we're doing, like, Harry could have very well turned into Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, based on, like, well, yeah, things went real bad for him real early on. All right, on. so uh, let's, let's jump into our compliment, you guys. It's uh, Normally we say we have to start and end every show with a major compliment, or with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich, uh, regardless of what we put in the middle. Uh, this is a little different because, obviously, there's some like, deep-seated love. So I guess trying to figure out what is the, for your major compliment, unless you have something else planned, which is fine. But if, if you don't have something very specific in mind already, like, what is the heart of this for you? What is the thing that makes you love it the most? If you can, if you can have that, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. wow! Uh, or you can just do a joke. Ezra, you're first. Uh, major compliment. Um, so I think my the I mean okay so yeah the the world the world is 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 pretty great but I think it's got to just be like 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 kids that are like lonely uh, and are different and become friends. Like yeah. I think that 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 land pretty hard for me I guess and it's like also like it's just. It is like, like it's a love of misfits, right? So like Hagrid is like super fucking weird and outcast, uh, like as is Dumbledore, and it's just like basically it's like under good leadership, like under like weird leadership, like you can have like this nice space for like other people who are also weird and they get along, and that was I think the core of it. I think it's I you know another way to say that probably a less flattering way to say that would be like is if all the weird kids get together, we don't have to take their shit anymore. <laughs> There's enough of us; yeah. we don't have to let them bosses around. Uh, we are many. We are yeah. mighty. Uh, Caitlin, what's what's at the heart of this for you, if you have that or a joke? Harry Potter is my Star Wars, like oh, in that it's the same basic hero's journey and the same uh, old wizard character, uh, and that's as far as I can go. No, <laughs> but like, <laughs> if I was ten years older, I would absolutely be the Star Wars nerd that goes to every single comic-con like harry potter is my star wars in that obsessive sense yeah like the podcast has absolutely re-emerged me back into it so it's like it is my thing is it uh is, weird, is fantastic way. beasts uh <laughs> the episode so one of this 
no, 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 no. That's not, like, no. Okay. Is that the play? Is the play the episode one? No. Something's got to be episode one. episode one. No, man. Sometimes well, there was no episode one. There was a whole time before episode one was even there. Oh, man. What a weird. Exactly. We lived in that time. Yeah. It just starts in the in the right place. It starts exactly in the right place. Um, uh, <laughs> that's perfect. All right. So for I guess my major compliment. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the first half of the book and just the way she does magic is so delightful and unlike anything. Like we, we mentioned already, they're, they're not really efficient people. It doesn't make a ton of sense. And I have a lot of complaints about things that don't make sense, which we might talk about or might not. But um, <laughs> the nonsensical nature of it makes it just... Like, if she's playing this bonkers improv game with herself, describing magic, where it's like, every time she adds a rule, she's like, I guess that's a rule now. And yeah, it do- and it, it's like, it's just such a just such a bizarre... Cra- like, for, for example, just I, like I think the best example is like, the castle where they go to school, the stairs just rearrange sometimes. And the kids have to find their way to class again, and it's just a different because the stairs moved, and that is oh, and try not to fall to their deaths. yeah, where they might die. It's just so, <laughs> it's just such a crazy world in a way that is like where anything is possible, and it just feels like it's like infinite fun. It's there's no end to the crazy things we can make up, uh, and it's it's so hard to do that in a way that feels like contained and important and and this world is perfectly that where anything can happen and it will make sense in the world and it feels like that from very early on from the moment the letters start popping in the door you're like there's magic and it is fun and bizarre and it's it's so perfect that's what i like about it it's just the feeling like anything can happen sarah what is it for you what's the heart for you I mean, the world for sure. This is like a fully realized world that I wanted to live in. I wanted to be in it. And it felt so real and so possible and (laughs) really, really cool. Uh, And the other part of it, since we already talked about how well realized that is, I guess the other shout out I'll give is to the the specificity of the characters. Um, I think J.K. Rowling comes into herself as a writer over the course of this series. For sure. And the writing matures with the characters in a way that's really satisfying and cool. But the characters are brilliant from the get-go. I think Hermione is, like, one of my all-time favorite characters. And she means a lot to, like, girls and now women who, like, grew up reading these books. And she's, like, one of my all-time favorite characters. And it's so cool to see someone who's, like, celebrated for being like smart but also is like can get annoying and can get overbearing and like those are things that are just like things about her they don't make her like better or worse she feels like a real person because of that yeah and she has to like sort of overcome her she's so smart and has to and and is like also always trying to prove herself and those two things can lead her to being too intense for friendship situations and she has to learn to sort of like control that and i respond to that real hard yeah, I mean, I I am very much a Hermione. Everyone has, like, a dash of all of these characters in them. And it's just so definitely. cool to feel like you know these people as, like, real people. I feel like I'm a Hermione now. As a kid, I was definitely Draco. <laughs> I refuse to believe that you were that, like, much of an asshole with w- your, like, voice. Like, how you, <laughs> like... Just the way I, I sound. Can't believe I can't it. believe it. Like, no oh, one would God, be... I cannot. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. It's like, hey, how about a, how about a, how about a fight? I feel like you wanna. I feel like I. This is how much of a dick I, <laughs> I am. I feel like I could fight you. Here's how much of a dick I was as a kid. I would not have been Slytherin. I would have been Hufflepuff just to. I'm a Hufflepuff. Just because, fuck you guys for thinking it's not cool. Like just to, I just so to be funny. a dick. 
You know, I'm I, sure all the other help hosts were like, hey, "Oh yeah, we got we got Alex." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sarah, you're a Hufflepuff? That surprises me. Oh yeah, I am 100 percent a Hufflepuff. Every day you're huffling. Every day I'm huffling. I, I, I have most recently gotten Hufflepuff also. Really? I have never yeah. on which quizzes. You guys do know that that's the, really? the booby prize, right? That's not the good one. That's, no, it's what, not. Are you that's kidding? Great. Shut up. You, 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 mean that's, you, you still realize <laughs> that's the one J.K. Rowling forgot for to second. describe? No, it's not. No. Hufflepuffs are great. Did you forget about yep. Cedric? Hello. Yeah, eventually later she's like, we should add somebody who makes sense from Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> In the first one, it is a little weird uh, that Hufflepuff just yeah, gets those, nothing. Yeah, they get developed later. It's, most, it's mostly about Gryffindor and Slytherin. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, and Slytherin is just the, the house where they put the evil kids. Like, in the well, first book, yeah. they just go to a school where the 11-year-olds are sorted by good, evil, or boring. Well, hold on. <laughs> well, and, smart and like, or boring. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, evil, smart, or boring. Uh, but no, I mean, here's the thing. Do you want to spread out the evil throughout the whole school, or do you want to have it contained? I mean, that's tracking, and no one likes tracking the evil kids. You should, you're supposed to put them in regular not, classes so they have a chance to become less evil. evil. I think they're it, not evil. Harry's own son is a Slytherin. They're not evil. Yeah. No, no, no. They're not evil afterwards. They're definitely pretty (laughs) evil during this. Super evil. Draco is a jerk. Interesting. I look, and I I I think I think there's also one of the things that's great about the series, but also it's weird to talk about just the first book, is that I I do think she fixed so many things that didn't actually make like there's a lot of stuff that later she was like, uh, not not even retconned because that makes it sound negative. I don't think it's that. I think she did a great job of like figuring out what she needed to add to balance later. But the first book lacks some yeah. balance in that there's yeah, just an evil also you have to it's think like about childlike. Also, you have to think about the fact that these are this is the first generation post the fall of Snakeface, right? Right. So these are all oh, the kids yeah. that had just got born, and then oh, uh, our dude's gone. We have to run, go into hiding. So they're growing up. With, I don't know, maybe not the most optimistic, cheery, sunshine parenting experience. You know what I mean? Like they're growing up. Well, yeah, like, having just been run out of society. Draco's parents and having just yeah, been Draco's able to come back to be like, no, I mean, we were Nazis, but that was like we got tricked. We didn't. That's mean to different. Be. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. So that these kids, especially in Harry's class, are kind of extra. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? A good point. Yeah. But it's not. It's not the it's not the home for you know evil wizards and witches. It is just that there are more conniving. There there are kids that are um, like kind of colored to be more uh, motivated, more able. Like they're the most capable kids. If you're going by houses and personality traits, like that kind of can come off as evil. If you're just like, oh, I could have you know one galleon or i could punch you and find out that i could have two they're still kids yeah, you know right. they're not necessarily mm-hmm. evil though uh, but he is that's like, my case for Slytherin. i don't like people with mixed blood <laughs> oh though yeah that's, that's a true. huge part of it and it's fucked up that's the thing i love about the series actually is that there's that, just like there's yeah. just kind of nazis in this world and they're like wow we have these nazi kids we're just gonna have to deal with that this is like yeah. it like i guess what i mean by that is to make that more it's of a dark. is i like that that they go. She she'll go dark and serious. She'll talk about yeah. some real intense shit. Yeah. Which I like. Uh, yeah, it, it's the, like the best review I have for the books in the world as a whole is that it's deeply, deeply satisfying. Like Sarah said, and it's also convincing. Like you're so easily yeah. just thrust into an entire new world. The, and you're like yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm, there's Quidditch. Cool. I'm, okay, oh, go on. You know what? Yeah, Quidditch. Holy cow. 
It's we funny you should say it. that. I feel like Quidditch is the least convincing part of the whole thing because no. the sport is no. so silly. <laughs> just you're wrong. It's you're wrong. You're so wrong. You're so it's wrong. no. It makes more sense than football. Oh my god! So I'm much not going to defend football because it is uh, uh, very problematic and not interesting to watch. But uh, it makes more sense. This than game, baseball. The, the game that she's <laughs> described, is a bunch of shit happens and it doesn't matter. Two skinny kids have to catch this ball. That's the game. Usually, usually, <laughs> when not it's always. not. It's so wild. It's so wild. One in every hundred times, the game matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this. But like, then you see these games basically unfold. Basically, she described as golf. And then sometimes the people oh, watching you. you matter. <laughs> if this How is the hill you, you want to die on, it's it's a fine Here hill. Here we go. <laughs> I just, it's just I, like as far as convincing things, that's the one thing that I find the least convincing is when they when she describes the sport. I feel like uh, I mean making up a sport super hard, and the flying around is fun, and the bludgers are like a real fun thing where it's like the balls are trying to kill the kids, and sometimes people yeah, die playing die. this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but the snitch makes no goddamn sense. So if you just like took off like a hundred points from the snitch, would you be like cool with it then? Oh yeah, yeah. If it was a if it was a fifty point snitch, for sure that game works. It's just balance. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not at all. Also, you're coming at it from a real Muggle perspective. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think we're in a post uh, a post uh, like yeah, pure blood uh, world here. No, I'm. Do I you mean, want I am. Ash? What do you want? I am pure blood. I have zero percent good blood. That's pure. <laughs> I, pure dirt i do actually the other another thing that i think is a little funny is the way that she explains away the muggles magic interaction she's just like oh yeah yeah uh we don't want the muggles to know about our magic because then they'd want us to help them with stuff and that's all they ever say <laughs> well because she can't talk about what really happened also i love how many times muggles just get fucked up up because they saw magic. Like a lot. It like scars them forever. <laughs> it's not great for that. true. Walking around with no memories <laughs> and like just yeah. confused all the time. Uh, it's yeah, it's, they br- just, it's they brutal. They do mess with people. Yeah. They try not to. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. What, what, is there anything that you guys have that like maybe on this particular reread uh, that you noticed that you had not noticed before? Oh my goodness. Uh. It was cl- and listening to it, mm-hmm. it smoothed out all the clunk- clunkiness of an introduction to an entire new universe and oh, world. I will say that. Interesting. Like and I thought it would come more I thought it would be clunkier rereading it at whatever many many years later, mm-hmm. you know? But Jim Dale reading it and I was like, "No, it's like masterpiece so, theater. It's fantastic." So mm-hmm. incredibly good. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. Is there something you noticed the, this time? I, I mean, like, so I, I, this has always had been like my least favorite of the books. Um, really? Mm. I, well, or that, or that, or, or Chamber of Secrets. I'm not exactly sure, but like the first two definitely were like my least favorite. I think. Um, but I hadn't like gone through it, like multiple multiple times. But it was just, uh, I guess one. I just I loved it so much. I loved it. Been a long time since I read any of them, and it was just so. It just felt really good to be back in it, and it, it yeah. felt like there's a lot of different moments that like carried a lot more weight in them emotionally um that i wasn't expecting so like there's like when uh like when hermione becomes their friend for the first time and oh, like yeah. um yeah and then like in the, the beginning troll. like um yeah yeah and and um in the beginning also um 
uh, you know, when, when like, uh, Dumbledore, like, you know, like, defends, like, Hagrid to McGonagall, saying, like, I would trust Hagrid with my life. And just, like, the different, like, kind of, like, yeah. the different things that, like, get carried. And, like, I guess, like, Neville's, I guess, like, heroic arc that, like, kind of, like, goes through the whole thing. Like, just different different stuff that, like, um, like it's it, it foreshadows in a way that, like, I wouldn't have known where it was going to go um, at the moment, I guess, or, like, the, the weight of it. Um, everything just felt a lot, uh, I guess, deeper, like, after... All this time they've invested, I guess, into like all these characters. One hundred percent agree. Well, ninety nine percent agree. The one exception to that is when Harry and Ginny meet for the first time, and she is a baby, and it's like now I know that you guys are going to do it later. Uh, okay. Yeah, but she but was she's younger in, in, sister. Whoa, that's the way you feel about everyone who's younger than you when you're a preteen. Well, just just listening to the audiobook where he where she's a nine year old and he is like. She sounds six. It's just that's the only time where I was like, "Oh, I know where this goes." Hey, that's on you, though. It just illustrates that they've literally known each other their whole lives. And I do, in general, like this is a a thing about kids' books or like young adult books is that there's a lot of people who meet when they're ten and get married and stay together forever, and that is not a story I bump into a lot in the world. Right. (laughs) Apparently, wizards mate for life. When you're defeating the ultimate evil together, (laughs) I think some things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trauma bonding. (laughs) That's true. They do trauma bond pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, and I love it when it happens. And I, you know, it does solve because, like, for a while, you think maybe he's going to end up with Hermione, probably. And it's great that they don't. It's, I mean, I, yeah, it's really nice. It's not great they don't. They just don't. You know what? Yeah. Oh no, it's not. Could have been good anyway. She chose to spin it, but um. I don't know. I, I, I worry about what would happen to Ron without Hermione. So I think it's probably yeah, for the best he's that they're together. Her, he's not her goddamn responsibility. He's a full grown <laughs> man in person. No, you're right. Yeah. She shouldn't need to worry he's about him. He's my least favorite character. Oh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, why do you, what do you, but because you got against him, it's because there's, I hate the part of like Sarah was talking about earlier, the character, uh, represented in like all of us, like we all have a little Hagrid, mm-hmm. we've all got a little McGonagall, you know right, what I mean? A lot of Draco. I hate the Ron in me, and I hate the Ron in everyone oh, else. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah oh, Ron is a bad just... part of all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> count true. on you to fuck it up, can't we, Ron? Like, you're gonna mess it up. You're... I, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Just, I mean, I I do hate the Ron part of me, but also I kind of like Ron. I guess Ron never bothered me that much. Um. I don't know, Ron sort of, because, like, the one thing that Ron has is he's got the, like, you guys, let's be, let's stop being so stressed and be excited about a thing for a second. Like, his love of of the... But he's so dramatic and angry in one side. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's I, fair. I hear what you're saying. Sorry. That's, no, that's, that's totally fine. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a, I don't know if I have a least favorite character that way. Um, hmm. Hmm. Oh, I will say this. Ron yeah. does add a really good, like, flavor of, like, what the fuck, you guys? Like sometimes he is yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like voice of like, that. holy shit! <laughs> like he will kind of encapsulate a situation. I and be shocked. I guess at the it, other thing about rereading it this time is that the first half of the book. I I mean, saying this is your least favorite book is I guess like might make sense if once I'm done with all of them. But like right now, being oh, in yeah. it, it like especially the first half, I found like the most delightful thing I've done in a long time. Definitely for this show, but possibly for anything. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was on a road trip this week. And a lot of the time, like, like early morning flights and a lot of driving and waiting at airports and rental cars and like all of that, I had an audiobook that I was just, it was just pure joy. I had the best first day of a road, of a, a tour that I've ever had just because this was Aww. so delightful. Wow. The, um, 
The highest compliment I can pay this is I read it with my eyes happily. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't I wouldn't go that far. Um well, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. That's great. I'm not I'm not a reader. I don't I don't like eye reading that much. No, I don't either. Uh that's, so, that's my preferred mode of reading. I haven't I've listened to parts of the audiobooks. I've never done the audiobooks for these all the way straight through. They're they're great. Can I just recommend? Yeah, please. <laughs> Jim Dale. Also there's a version oh, yeah, of Stephen Fry that reads it too, which is really lovely if you love him as well but jim dale's voice acting is like award-winning literally and one of the best for me ways to consume it because his voice specifically for the characters is flawless between it's like consistent you know who's talking yeah when Ooh, that's impressive the, there's oh so my many god people. it's so yeah, good yeah yeah and even yeah even characters who pop jim up dale, for just a jim short dale. time and then disappear sound super distinct He's, it's great. Fully worked out. Yeah. Fully worked out. Yeah. I, the other, but so, so the first half of this book was like the most delightful thing I've ever done. The one thing that changed this time is that the ending annoyed me a little bit in a way that it didn't the first time around, which is... The mirror trick? The mirror trick... Well, I don't... Actually, the mirror trick is the least annoying part of that whole thing. So the Philosopher's oh. Stone is hidden inside the school, and what they did was they set up uh, a series of obstacles, one for each specific skill of Harry and his friends. Like, it's just so perfectly built to be like, you can do this one, and then, oh, the only thing Ron's good at is chess? Well, what a coincidence, giant chessboard. Oh, Harry's only good at snitch recovering? Well, it just so happens this is the snitch room. Like, and all of that did not slow Quirrell down at all. None of that mattered at all. And Dumbledore's final thing with the Mirror of Erised is flawless and could not be beaten, and except by capturing Harry. So really, if the rest of that stuff hadn't existed, no, uh, Snake Face doesn't get anywhere near it. And if the rest of that was good, Harry Potter couldn't beat it. And so uh, Snake Face couldn't get the, the stone. The only reason he got the stone was because of just this ridiculous set of challenges that felt like they were created one for each character. Well, and I guess Dumbledore I'm, planned yeah. it that way. Wait, who planned yeah. it that way? Dumbledore planned it that way. He uh, needed Harry to get caught. He's been out to get Harry for... This is like the <laughs> overall trope is like, seriously, Dumbledore is reckless with this boy's oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, no he kidding. He sets him up every year he goes to school. <laughs> like, for seven years. Yeah. That's another... Yeah. He sets him up to just be taken down because he has a fucking theory. He has a theory <laughs> that the only person <laughs> that, he, that can kill... You know, Snake Face is Harry Potter and vice versa. But you know who else has a theory? Fucking flat earthers and shit. You understand? <laughs> he just was reckless with this yeah. kid's life. Yeah. So he set those up. And then here's the, the so huge flaw in the first, and it's, it's still arguable, which I like, is that none of the professors were like, dude, we see what you're doing right now. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. You can't just set up these three specific children to get in there. Like, stop. You have to stop. Because it was like he enlisted the help of three other professors yeah. to set up this trap. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And no one. Uh, right. And really, and, and one of them was like a logic puzzle that an 11-year-old could solve. That's going to keep exactly. out Snake Face? <laughs> well, they, I did, or they were putting a lot of faith into the brambleweed, the squeezy weed that like yeah. uh, almost yeah. killed Ron. The squeezy by weed the way. that just forgot squeezy to squeeze ah, one the of the kids. snare. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Squeezy weed. Anyone ever I uses that like as like a masturbation aid? <laughs> it feels like get out of here. 
Okay, gong, it's an evil gong this topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a question, man. Uh, you know what? You can go down all sorts of of question paths with this world. And uh, we will. On your own right? time. It's funny you should say that because we are going to go down some question paths in Lightning Bonus Round. But first, a brief message from uh, from our meat buddies. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Today's program sponsored by Ava from Canada. Thank you, Ava. But also, we have a new Meat Buddy to announce. Uh, this is made possible. Uh, the show is always made possible by our Meat Buddies, which you can become by going to readersweet.com slash Meat Buddies. And uh, this week, we have a new one. Haley from Nashville. And Haley says, I've been meaning to become a Meat Buddy for a while now, but when I heard you guys were doing a Harry Potter episode, I decided the time had come. So, we got paid Yay. to watch this twice. Or to read this twice. Um, good wow. on us. Why are we not just... This is the one that, when the question becomes, why are we not just talking about Harry Potter all the time? Um, I don't know. I like, no, 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 that's podcast. my territory. Dude, no, I can't... How do I explain this to you? You're doing theories. <laughs> we could just read them and just be happy all the time. Except for... And we have that whole like good. sex aid thing that we can go down. Sure. Uh, Harry Potter <laughs> series is the book that launched a thousand podcasts. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, there is something. Haley also said, uh, plus in the East, East of Eden episode a couple weeks ago, you issued, oh, not God. East of Eden, it's uh, Exit, Exit to Eden. Eden. But yeah, sorry, in the Exit to Eden episode a couple yeah, weeks ago, no, you issued an unintentional challenge that I couldn't ignore. You mentioned that when you're playing Two Truths and a Lie, if there's a celebrity in one of them, that's always a lie. So... With that, here is Haley's two oh. truths and a lie. You guys, we're gonna try to figure it out, and I don't actually oh, know the no. answer. She sent, she sent Are there two celebrities? So there? tricky. She did send me the answer. And I haven't looked at it yet, but I will look it up once we've all played, so I can play along. So, two truths oh, and nice, a lie, nice, Nashville nice. edition from Haley. Number one: While selling Girl Scout cookies door to door at age six, I sold a couple of boxes to country singer Joe D. Messina. Joe D. Messina. Ah. Mm-hmm. Number two. That is a fake name. Number two: A Taylor Swift music video was filmed at my senior prom. And number three, oh, a couple of years ago, I was an extra in an episode of Nashville and got to share a scene with Connie Britton. You guys, which Ooh. of these celebrity facts is the truth and which is the lie? I'll give you a hint. They're all lies. Yeah. All three of them no. are lies. Have put a celebrity in it? I don't believe it. No. Wait, is one true? Yeah, so th- 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 two, two, truths. two truths and one lie. Yeah, I haven't looked at the answer, but I assume that's how, that she's playing by the rules. If, it's one and okay, three. I don't know true. if this is she or not. I, I just found out that Joe D. Messina is a real person, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, of course Jody she is. Well, okay, there's nice. a lot of people who are not real people, right? If I had said Joe Q. Messina, it would have been a fake person, so... I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people. I don't, I don't know if I'm jumping on me Joe Q. Messina by now. <laughs> Damn it, okay. I, I challenge you to come up with a fake person. person. <laughs> uh, Whiteout. I just I looked at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Is there is there like a rapper named Whiteout? I White bet Out? there's a rapper called Whiteout. All right, so so Kaylin, you were strong at the beginning. You said the Taylor Swift music video is the lie. Yeah. Why do you think that's a lie? Mm, they they nope. Okay. Just no. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, um. What do you think, Sarah? I mean, I wish for all of them to be true because that's a really magical life. Yeah. Um, it is. I. I'm going to guess the Nashville thing because if I had ever been near Connie Britton, I would have gone insane from screaming. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and would not be able to, like, contain myself to, like, write two truths and a lie. So I have to think that's it. Screaming in a good way, because I funny. love her, not, like, in a yeah, horror yeah. way, because she's scary. Right, right, sure. She's not a monster book. She's she's a singer. No. No, she's an actress. An actress, that's what I meant. I don't know who Connie Britton is, so I wouldn't scream at all. I'd be like, cool. What? Mrs. Coach? Friday Mrs. Night Lights? Oh, nope. Mrs. Coach. Come on. Oh my god. I've not seen Friday Night Lights cuz uh I don't I don't like the sport of football. Oh, or lights uh, or Fridays. I don't. This hey, is a hey, whole hey. separate topic we'll talk about later. <laughs> All right, Ezra, what's your what's your guess? Uh I'll take the Taylor Swift one just cuz I feel like that that one makes sense, but it's not really that specific. Uh Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I I'm going to say the Joe D Messina one uh, cuz I just feel like a couple of boxes is uh to Non non-committal. Like how many boxes? Was it exactly two? I feel like <laughs> the word couple is real suspicious, so I'm gonna say that was a lie. Also, age six, uh, I have another theory that when they're when you're super young, it's a lie. I don't know. I'm terrible at this game. Also, I was thinking about no, this the other day because I said my theory is that the celebrity one is always a lie, but I think my celeb- my theory used to be the celebrity one's always true, and then I just forgot that and said the theory wrong and then stuck to it for a while. My theories, your theories are not great. I'm terrible at this game. I just really like want to have a strong <laughs> theory. All right. So, and the correct answer is. I'm wait, wait. Did, did, sorry, did Caitlin? Caitlin, Caitlin started. Caitlin said definitely the Taylor okay. Swift is a lie, yeah. but she didn't have a okay, reason sorry. for it. She just felt it in her heart. Um, and the answer is uh, number one, true. Oh, goddamn yes. I'm already out. I didn't yes. know it at the time. It's a real person. But I do have a vague memory of my mom being suitably starstruck, and I was very confused over her excitement that I sold a couple more boxes. Um, uh, number two, Taylor Swift. Also true. The video star- starring monster truck star Lucas Till. Uh, both the f- I want to watch one of those. Both the football part and the prom part were filmed at my, filmed at my high school, and all the extras are students. Uh, my favorite part of the story is that I missed the whole thing because I skipped school the day they filmed because it was my 18th birthday. <laughs> wow. As my what birthday present been? to me, I'm going to skip all the stories. Uh, and then, the, so that makes number three the lie. I walked past the sets on my way to work, but that's the closest I've ever been. Uh, oh my goodness! Oh, I was yes. right. You did it. I'm Sarah, nice. you did it. You're right. Uh, <gasps> wow. Yeah, man. I okay. New theory based on this. I can't do it. A couple years ago. Oh, you know what? That had the word couple in it too. I should have okay. known. Ugh. <laughs> wait. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, no. Wait. That. Yeah. How about just the third one's yeah, always the, the other one was true. <laughs> well, so that I did have a. I I do when I play this in person. I like to try to size somebody up and decide if they're like. If they're like cowards, they'll put it at the end. And if they're like cocky, they'll put the lie out the front. And if they're real basic, that's they'll rude. put it in the middle. Oh, that's a, mm. There's no good well, person no. to be. Exactly. Yeah. This is no. this is a Slytherin talking. All right. Well, <laughs> well, thank you, Haley. And congratulations to Sarah, the only person who won two truths and lie this week. Um, Yay. Nicely done. Uh, and uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, you can also play two truths and lie. And of course, you support our show. Even a small monthly donation helps us keep floating down the tracks. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Now it's time for lightning bonus round. Ooh. We're going into lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We gotta finish this shit up. <laughs> so this is our mini game segment where we ask questions inspired by but not necessarily about the actual topic. Today's lightning bonus round is exclusively questions provided by our listeners. If you want to ask us questions about upcoming topics, you can go to readdeskweepair.com slash next 
and it'll have a list of at least the next one, possibly the next several episodes, and you can ask us questions or suggest games or whatever you'd like to do. So the first question comes from KT, who said, Philosopher's Stone was changed to Sorcerer's Stone for Americans. What else would you Americanize out of the book if you could? What do you guys think we should Americanize? Names of sweets, Quidditch rules, amounts of crushing mm. student loans. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we don't hear much about the tuition there. I... Oh, okay. I mean, that seems exciting to talk about, too. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man, so much shade. All right. Uh, what do you think? What, what, else, what would you have to imagine wa- for us? I would have loved to for the students at Hogwarts to have been aware of Hollywood um, yes. or pop oh, culture yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. All the muggle-born wizard kids came to Hogwarts with muggle knowledge and, like, it's so slept on. Like, they have such an upper hand over those wizard kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the perspective is only from, like, oh, my God, all this magic, all this magic. Like, by the way. Um, Do you guys know Like, uh, here's an MP3 player. Yeah, right. Here's a movie. Yeah, exactly. Do you, let me blow your mind with movies and cars and, like, every single thing about Muggle. Well, I don't know. I do Just feel like sort of the yeah. way uh, American pop culture is exported to the world that we probably would have some, like, I think there'd got to be some things Muggles do better than wizards and maybe like yeah maybe pop music is one of them you know hmm. totally because if you have I don't a know, magic they have celestina warbeck she's pretty great eh, i don't trust her yeah there's like where are my celestina bands. warbeck fans at? you know what i don't Woo! there's a celebrity in that story i don't believe it <laughs> there's there like were... two bands mentioned in all the entire yeah. series that's oh it. well then that's kind of like college right there's like the one college band there's like one on-campus band that everybody knows right didn't that happen to anybody else at least Ezra and Sarah, because we had the same one. Wait, yes. which was the band? Testosterones? No, there was. Not oh my god, no! <laughs> yeah, not on color groups. There's at least three of those. Uh, oh god! Wasn't there like there was a uh, a Weezer cover band? Yeah, probably. Out of Anderson Hall. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You guys, no one cares about that. That was worse than my riff about college tuition. Um, <laughs> well, the college here's something I'd Americanize: postgraduate yeah. studies. Uh, you want more or less? More. Yeah. They, these kids seem Just, to not have any continuing education. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, you know, they had to do that uh, external research paper where they killed evil. It's true. They had a great work study. <laughs> yeah, really good work study in the fighting evil department. <laughs> oh, I guess, um, I mean, if you actually well, want to Americanize it, we should certainly get rid of the Ministry of Magic and replace it with, like, the National Endowment for the Magical Arts. Well, mm. this is the hard thing because Fantastic no, Beasts has has the answers to all of these things we're saying. Oh, oh you I mean got, like it's in the Wizarding Worlds? It's in the Wizarding Worlds. It's just not oh, in canon it. for the books. Yeah. Oh wait, it's um, not canon. I thought she was involved in no, it. No, it is. It's, it's, it's canon. Not in it's just, canon. It's, it's not in this. It's yeah. not in the same timeline as the books. Oh, okay, it yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Forty years before? No, more than that. Shoot. It's it's like the twenties. Nineteen. Is it the 20s? Se- it's 70 years before. About. Yeah. yeah. 70 years um, before. Well, I think we should definitely talk I, about that movie in 19 more years. Yes. That's agreed. fair. Oh, I, I, hey, I got one. Yeah. Uh, so they have the, uh, like, at some point they eat pasties. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I wanted mm-hmm. to swap them out for Hot Pockets. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> it, Pumpkin I mean, Hot Pockets? Good <laughs> I can, I'm open to other things we can swap them out for, but yeah, pasties because I ne- like on the page it, it never makes sense like that which should be pronounced that way. Oh, 
Sorry. Yes, go ahead. That's the other thing. These muggle kids would never have been okay at all with the fact that they're just drinking pumpkin juice. The beverage choice oh. and band choice oh, yeah. at Hogwarts is pure trash and garbage. <laughs> I mean, the, every pumpkin flavor beans, juice, if you've had candy that you? all tastes good, I just don't know when you're like, I guess I'll switch to sometimes it tastes bad. <laughs> I, I really, made I really so want birdies eat those just beans. the good flavor beans. That's what I would be into. That's muggle talk, though. <laughs> That's like well. The, but, uh, here's Alex. Do you eat uh, oops all crunch berries, or do you have sometimes like the, the, the I, you know, I the have eaten Captain oops crunch. all berries, but I don't believe that it's actually an oops. I think they did it on purpose. <laughs> I think they were trying. Oh. To, they were like, "Look, we have this really great idea, but if we tell them, hey, we got rid of the parts you don't like, then you won't buy it.' So we have to pretend. We have to be coy about it. Like, oh, I guess. Oops, uh, sorry. Good fruit. So, good fruit. So you're, you're a Captain uh, Truther, are you? <laughs> Look who finally figured out a good theory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question number two, Holly asks, uh, or what are your favorite Harry Potter-related phenomenon slash spinoffs? So Potter wow. Puppet Pals, Wizard Swears, Cursed, Cursed Child, Fantastic Beasts, Harry Potter Musical, you name it. Does a land count? It's a land. It's a, it's a land for me. Uh, yeah, the nice. Wizarding World of Harry Potter is legit great. <laughs> Oh man, I have not been yet. I would. I I had to decide between the Magic Can Castle Let's go. or the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and because I was gonna get, well, I wanted to spend a hundred dollars on magic, and I couldn't decide, and we ended up with the. <laughs> uh, we ended up going to the Magic Castle, which was great, and I recommend it. So, so if you go, Ugh, no. uh, definitely go like in the winter time. I, I would say because that's when they serve the hot butter beer. Oh <gasps> yeah, and it's gonna be decorated for Christmas this year. Oh. And if you go, I mean, they're expensive, but dude, get one of the wands with the sensors in them because then you can make things happen oh. in the windows. Well, okay, so this is my question: Can I borrow your wand, or will it know? Because yes. the wand chooses you. <laughs> you know what? I've I've loaned it to other people, and it seems to be cool with being loaned around. All so. right, I'm definitely gonna borrow one then because I don't feel like I need the wand afterwards. I mean, you could return it on the way out if you want to be, you know, slither about it. <laughs> Wait, I haven't. So I haven't <gasps> they been to let this world, you do that? But is, are there Who's options where you can just be a wands. dickhead, where you just like sign up as Slytherin and you get to like I'm, break? You things? can always be a dickhead. I mean, like that, <laughs> no one's stopping you from being a dickhead. <laughs> when I was just like, your own morality. When I was like sixteen, we did get kicked out of Toontown. <laughs> what did you do what? to the tunes? We were just trying to see. Well, we were trying to break it. I don't know. We were Dude, the was, only one who's ever been kicked out of Toontown was Judge Doom. What did you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I how badly did you tune down? We, we were just being punk teenagers, hard. not believing in the magic. <laughs> how dare I know. You. What a sh- it was. It was bad. Uh, uh, I this has been a good sales pitch for this very out. expensive world. What's your favorite spinoff, Galen? Since you haven't gone, but we'll go together later. Um, actually, like, and I, this sounds cheesy, but the podcast is because yeah. after you're going to name your mine, own podcast is your no, favorite not even mine. Oh, okay, the other Harry Potter podcast that I listen to. <laughs> the, qu- <laughs> huh. the Quibbler's like my favorite one and it's uh, oh. two uh, people in Brooklyn just earnestly rereading the books and like they're hilarious. I love it so much. Um, so I've been deep into the podcast. Jim Dale reading is my favorite spinoff and I literally cannot say enough about how much I love it. Will you tell us, uh, so I don't know, I know it's not how, many, how, how much time we have for this in other places. So let's just do it really quick here. What's a, because you, you talk about theories. What's a theory? That, like, yeah. give me an example and let's see if we, we like it or not. Because our theory so far is that Harry Potter is young, is a, ma- a magician Dexter. Uh, yeah, and he could be. That's, Absolutely, like alternate. St- and another timeline. one, I guess. The other one is thing that Dumbledore is, is a bad person. Well, he's foolish. He's reckless. Um, 
which is different than being bad, but he so much that it becomes suspicious. Uh, one of the theories, um, Mary Poppins it was a witch that went to Hogwarts Ooh. and infiltrated Muggle society to sway uh, the election for the women's suffragette movement <laughs> for voting. Oh, wow. I believe um, that 100%. I wait. And, if you go to Hogwarts yeah, right? and you're and then, you become a yeah. nanny, that feels sure. like maybe you're no she's overeducated. Ministry of Magic. She's Ministry of Magic. She, she went. She did you? She infiltrated Muggle society. Oh, so she's oh. pretending she to be a nanny. So that she's like a spy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The other one is that George Weasley is Willy Wonka. And he <laughs> oh ran my off. god. He ran off. But listen, there's really good supporting evidence. This is all care. No, of these. I'm, I'm saying that because it makes sense. Yeah, so yeah that was that was after, the, that was the, a beautiful mind moment. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> after these are Fred great. died, George kind of lost it and went off and wanted to continue the tradition, but he couldn't stand to integrate back into society. He'd lost his other half, so he opened the factory. <gasps> Those Willy Wampas or whatever they're called in Willy Wonka, um, Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. They yeah. Are, no, they're called Willy they Wampas. House- that's that's pretty good. <laughs> What rounds Those down? Those are house elves, but it got misdescribed when a muggle gained entry by accident. Uh, Whatever. The only kids that he sent those golden tickets to were magical muggle-born wizards, because uh, he wanted to keep it magical. But he doesn't give a shit about like wizard blood at all. And there's like minute detail about George was uh, got his ear damp uh, badly damaged in the last battle at Hogwarts. Um, and even in the book, well, in the movie, it's a nod back to it. But he says, oh, you'll have to speak up a little bit. I'm a bit deaf, deaf in that ear when he's talking to Mike TV about mumbling. Um, <laughs> yeah, it goes on. That's so. pretty solid. I mean, as far like that's yeah. open and shut case there. Uh, damaged ear, can't hear out of one of his ears. The end. Yeah. I, I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, straight up tries to hide his magic for a while. And then my favorite is that, like, if you understand this theory and then rewatch those movies or reread, the fact that he just, like, launches that glass elevator out the top of his factory at the end is like, fuck oh, you, muggle so magic funny. when I want to. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm going to do all sorts of magic. He just, like, loses it for a second because he's still George Weasley. You get it? I love it. All right. So a couple more quick lightning bonus rounds. Uh, One is, uh, or next one is from Sophia. Um, There's a lot of bonkers Harry Potter fanfic out there, uh, which uh, we 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 reviewed. Obviously, yeah, we did. Did you guys, I meant to tell you, did you see that the author of My Immortal supposedly revealed herself? Yes. So, uh, so, so we did back in episode 158. If you haven't listened to it, you can check that out. We did mostly try to read My Immortal and, um, yeah, so we've done we've that we before we ever reviewed this book, we reviewed a bit of the craziest fan fiction out there, and it was a uh, bizarre episode. But yeah, so this just uh, last week, two weeks ago, um, the apparent author. It seems like uh, BuzzFeed has done some reporting and confirmed it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the author of My Immortal has uh, made herself known, and she's uh, Rose Christo, and she's become. She's writing a memoir about it, and she's actually like a, a romance novelist now, and is apparently pretty good. That's what I read from someplace. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, good for her. What? Good for her. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. But yeah, now we know who it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, she said it was it. troll fiction. She said it was intentionally bad, which is a great defense, even if that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's the fr- impossible yeah. to ever know. The first Wait seventy episodes of this podcast were troll podcasts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is a good way to spin anything. Uh, 
Yeah. So, anyways, we did do that. So that's really fun. And uh, which and Sophia said, "There's just so that's just a drop in the ocean of bad, mm. weird fanfic." Um, so we should keep looking into it. And and she assumed that I don't know much about it because I only learned the phrase "ship it" like five episodes ago. Oh, so cute. that is true. I have not spent a ton of time on fanfiction.net, <laughs> although I am going to have to because Ezra and I are still gearing up to start writing our erotic fanfiction of our own novel. So that's still coming down the pipe. We'll have to read a lot of fanfic before. Oh, we Dusty that. Touchings? Dusty Touchings. Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. We've been busy. I, I'm going to take the under on this one and say that this will lose steam before it ever <laughs> goes anywhere. Well, because I, you guys get to that audiobook. Partially because. I'll do it. I just, I will, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. You will be the first one on the list. Uh, as you think one of the reasons why you is one of the reasons you're saying it might lose steam the fact that you and I haven't discussed it since we talked about it on air eight episodes ago. Yeah, no. Well, I, I guess what my name is I. This is not a thing I will actively stop uh, from happening. Um, <laughs> but it, this is a boulder that you're going to be pushing. You know, first and foremost, this is you. That's fair. Yeah, I like. I I I'll I'll, I'll I'll hop aboard and, and and toss in a couple of good words for penis if you want. But um. <laughs> It'll be it'll be uh, Dusty Touchings by Alex Falcone with special penis synonyms by Ezra Fox. <laughs> and so I want to get that in the movie. I want to get a movie made of it so that that can be an IMDb credit for you. Additional writer's <laughs> credit, penis synonyms, Ezra Fox. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, Ms. Tick 68 on, uh, on Twitter says, uh, does the Wizarding World have health and safety legislation? Barely. I so that's a great question. I mean, I, I guess mean, we, everything their medical system is chocolate based, right? Well, that's one of the reasons. Why, that's what I kind of assume is like one of the reasons why they're so reckless with like kids falling down and hurting themselves is because they like yeah. give you chocolate frogs and you're better. So like, why would they be safe? You know, you're well, playing with house money with that point. It's not chocolate based, but it is chocolate s- supplemented. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. an integral yes. part because it, it makes you happy, so it spooks it's the dementors. <laughs> yeah, but you can but you can fix limbs and put a body back together because bodies get pulled apart. Like yeah. there are counter there's spells and you know charms or whatever fixing stuff to damage most of the damage stuff because there is so much damage stuff. Yeah, uh, wow, so like so the regrow guys. Yeah, so even someone with medium practice you know what i mean that's not specialized can do some kind of like healing like unbreak a bone i imagine or like stop up wounds but Which the spell is probably like, like unbreakus bonicus they have skeligro <laughs> that's what they use yeah. and, and there's some part too where mrs weasley has like a first aid kit that has some yeah. other special potions in it and stuff it does i don't know if they have like centralized health care the same way that like the uk does right well, do you I, have to go? Yeah, so you have to go to some specialists, but like they for like really bad stuff. But you could just adult wizards can just fix your body all the time. Not all of them, because it depends on what you study. You know what I mean? Just like in like muggle life. Yeah, like if you're a banker, you don't know. Yeah, yeah remember, but like, but like most mom and dad, like wizards at this point would be like, we learned how to fix all the basic kid broken bones, right? You would hope yeah, so. Yeah, they don't but suck, every, probably. Does every parent go to BBCPR class? You know what I mean? Same uh, kind of principle. I, I mean, as when one you, out of right. one on this podcast did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So but does every pretty good. size is, pretty you know, good. Is, is not great. Yeah. Um, um, I yeah, think I, that that little like life alert button would be really popular in Wizarding World just because you could like buzz a trained professional, a professional to you. Right. They'd pop out of your fireplace like, really and fix severe. you. Yeah. That's later. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I guess I really like this idea because originally it was kind of weird how dangerous stuff was, but now that I realize, when you realize that they are so good at fixing anything, why would you live in a safe world? Like, why would you be a why would you have a handrail if you <laughs> bounce? You know, when you fall off things. Yeah, it's just faster to bounce. Yeah, yeah, it's way easier, way more fun. Um, and then lastly, at uh, Petra Noof, that's close enough. Uh, is the wizard money system more or less ridiculous than the imperial system? <laughs> I do. There's a lot of things about wizards where it feels like they're doing it just to be dicks. Like, uh, coin money is just heavier. Like at some, like you, you don't even have. You got pockets. a charm. You got a charm. You just make it. You know, the bag that doesn't weigh anything. Oh, it's yeah. easy. Yeah, Hermione's little evening bag that holds furniture. Oh, right. Yeah, like this an apartment. You mean like <laughs> yeah. Mary, Mary Poppins also? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. See, you're, Known you're, doing, it. you're doing it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You're right. I Also, not There's even a really numbers good... for the coins, though. Is that a charm, too? They could oh. just be 10. That's funny. Like, but why would they be? Like, it's based on, I don't know. They're not math. They're not yeah. real heavy into math. We know that. The, none They're of the kids at Hogwarts wizards. learn math. <laughs> yeah, they really... Man, or science I, there's or some holes in their education. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's such a good what point. They spend about. so much time in magic school. <laughs> when are they going to, like, basic math school? They, like, learn to measure things and count in potions, and they're like, yeah, that's probably enough. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I guess... Oh, man. Well, Hermione took that other one later. She took, like, the yeah. math-based one that I'm spacing on the name of now. Tweet me. It's... Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the math one that she takes later um, when she has a time yeah. turner. But that's, like, the literally the only time you oh, ever yeah. hear anyone mention numbers. Yeah. yeah this is actually going into concerning study. me. Yeah, like, diagonally is just a lot of wizards being like, I don't know how much change I get. Just give me whatever back. And they're like, I don't know. What is it? Have some Canucks. <laughs> What are they actually? Uh, sickles, Canuts? galleons, Canuts. and nuts. Canuts. They're not newts. Or newts, no, I think. But there I are newts or animals. Pronunciation. Canuts. Uh, he's in the audiobook. He says canuts. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. That is a way we're ridiculous system. Although I, I feel like people are too hard on, uh, on old systems of of counting stuff because like. I don't know, like basing things on feet and stones makes a ton of sense at some point. Yeah, so does knuts and sickles. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm sure there was a time where they were like, you know, we actually had to, hey. we actually had a sickle for getting this wheat. How many? I'll trade you yeah. a sickle because you need to get yours. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just different. Do you want a fun? Can I give you a fun fact about a dumb system? Mm. I don't know who I'm asking because I'm going to do it if you guys don't don't want it. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Uh, So everybody likes Celsius because it's a base 10 system and they don't like Fahrenheit because it's not uh, a base. It's not based on 100. Right. But it actually it actually was. It's not. But instead of like starting at the boiling point of or going from freezing and boiling of water, it was just zero was what's the coldest thing we have around right now. And 100 was the hottest thing we had. And um, so the and the the coldest thing at the time was like frozen seawater so it was colder than just regular frozen water and then the hottest thing was like we'll make a hundred about the human body inside like because like they were like what's the warmest thing is when i put my finger inside me and that's about a hundred and so that's what they based it on 
So it's like a different answer to like the hey yeah question, right? So like, what's cooler than being cool? And it's like frozen <laughs> seawater. Ah, uh, yeah, the hey yeah question. The classic. The hey one that's been puzzling us for all these years. So many PhDs have been written trying to solve the hey yeah question. <laughs> all right. If uh, you apply the hey yeah theory, sugar. you'll see. I am your neighbor. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. So that is a lightning bonus round. If you want to play along, go to Facebook or Twitter, or you can go to read.com/slash/next. And that's actually, in, in fact, do that first instead of Facebook. Twitter. Those both work, but readers.com slash next is where we're going to consolidate all the stuff. So go there. Give us your thoughts on upcoming episodes. Now it's time for a minor compliment. Um, sorry, this has been it's getting kind of lengthy. I know, Ezra, you asked it to be short, and I didn't. So minor yes, compliment. Yes, you also said you, it wouldn't work. So, that's true. I did I set mean, your expectations. Good messaging there. All right, Sarah, we're going to go in reverse order. What's your, uh, what's the, so we did like the heart of this for you, but what's like a small compliment you have for it? Oh, um, the feasts always sound great. Oh, yeah. Mm. Pumpkin juice aside, the right. rest of it always, it sounds like a real, like, just delight to have food just appear in front of you and there's always something that you're going to enjoy. Right, until later when it's like, turns out it's not just appearing, there's house slaves. Ugh. Yeah, that's but that's for this book, you don't know that. Right, and she didn't either I'll at also- this point. <laughs> Also, uh, the pumpkin juice at the at the Wizarding World pretty legit. Also, it's I mean it's basically like it's like a pumpkin pie spice apple juice. Hmm. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. It's I mean like it's not there's nothing bad about it. Like it's 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 refreshing. I'm open to it. Yeah, more than I want every flavor of beans. <laughs> <laughs> all the beans, just just the good ones. Give me the hits, guys. Um, uh, all right, my yeah, the feasts definitely sound great. Uh, my minor compliment. I think one thing, like one thing that I had forgotten about, was the uh, um, centaurs. I had I hadn't thought of the centaurs in a while, and I really like uh, I like the centaurs that are just like, look, we know how this world ends. We're not getting involved. Like, yeah. look, th- we all die in a fireball. So I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna go over here and not eat grass with my human yeah. half. Are you a fireball? If so, if not, you're not gonna kill us. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that we just have a long view. We know that we know where things are going, so we're not going to mess around. And I also like a centaur being like, you're not going to just let that guy ride your back like like an animal. I really enjoyed I, that that weird I, attitude. I really <laughs> like you coming around on centaurs, Alex, because like, I know you've been pretty anti like two animals smashed together uh, before with the whole mermaid thing. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, um, you know, I'm definitely against <laughs> centaurs existing because it's gross, um, but I liked these as characters. The thing about a centaur you have to remember is that it has the intestines of a human connected to the intestines of a horse. It's like mostly intestine. Uh, well, maybe we should have more intestines. If we took the long view, we'd see that. <laughs> they know. Like, look, you guys, we're all going to die when the sun explodes, so why not just have it be six days to poop? Yeah. You need more intestines, all right. I, I don't know to tell you why. I just stock up now. Uh, uh, I did. I do like the the characters, though. As much as much as it is gross to imagine them in any way, real way, I liked the way they talked and the way they were like. We, we just know. Don't ride me. All right, that's a that's a that's a win. Caitlin, minor compliment. Uh, oh, I was reminded how much more fun it is imagining that Hagrid is drunk most of the time. He, he is a heavy drinker, and it's my favorite thing it reminds me how much i want to hang out with fucking hagrid dude. oh yeah of all the characters in this book that i think you would be friends <sighs> with for sure hagrid hagrid and yeah, i hagrid's pretty great. would be besties dope um, dragon hagrid <laughs> sure let's hang out you want a drink <laughs> yeah 
He's he's he knows all the best people. <laughs> I love Hagrid, especially at the very beginning, where he's like, "I got to use a little magic for this." Like he was so stoked to do magic. Yep. Yeah, clearly drunk comes and kidnaps <laughs> Harry Potter. He drunk flies that drunk. motorcycle <laughs> all the time. He's got yeah, a and that really motorcycle belonging to Sirius Black. Yeah, yeah. A, a little nod. Yeah, Dumbledore let him drive. Harry and as an infant baby, he's just reckless with that kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he had the piece of cake squished in his pocket. You think you're gonna let that yeah. kid? Out? You're gonna give that guy a baby? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He puts cake in his pocket. I'm not saying don't put, put evil, put, but he's reckless. <laughs> what do you put your cake in? Like, where, where do you hold your cake, Alex? He's All got right. a back cake pocket. I you know I, do, I, I mean I, I have a specially made cake bag. <laughs> Right. Most of the time it's empty. It's kind of sad. Uh, as what's your minor compliment for? And the last nice thing anyone's going to say about Harry Potter today? Um, I think that actually the thing that she's the best at uh, is naming things. Um, <laughs> like, like I think a lot of the world building that comes it just comes out of like her ability to actually like legitimately like you know find like actually a really she comes up with a lot of words and they all sound pretty much like they make sense basically. She does a good job with like I guess like the Latin roots and stuff. Um, it's like all the spells. It's it's just there's a lot of stuff she comes up with just on the naming side, and it's pretty solid. Um, like what's your, like what's I, a I favorite could, named thing? Uh, I mean, like, like okay, so like the I guess what was that? Was the uh, the levitation spell uh, like when when guardian, when guardian Levi- leviosa? leviosa? Yeah, um, last, I mean, don't you mean when guardian leviosa? Mm-hmm. Um. And I think also like 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 Slytherin is like also a great like a great name for like a like a, a sketchy ass snaky evil uh, thing like they just they, they they it's it's I think she does good she if, does a good job of like sort of gonna, just taking bits and pieces. If of I was going to criticize that, it would be like, of course he turned out evil. His parents named him Slytherin. It'd be like they, there's so many evil sounding names where it's like, well, of course you turned out that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, should have seen it coming. Yeah, the Dursleys, like, of course they're not going to be fun. That wasn't their fault. Um, well, and, and then it's, right, that's maybe like the power. Maybe she does have, like, a lot, believe a lot of power of name stuff, right? Because, like, uh, like, Tom Riddle, not super scary. So, like, you know, Voldemort, oh, yeah, that's a name that I would we're, crap myself you, over. We're just going to say it? <laughs> I love that you're shocked every time saying. that happened. I'm going to make this evolved. into a, a funny thing or a die trying. Yep, that's, that's those the are your options. That's the hell for you to die trying. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just gonna you know, watch back with my like you know two two miles of intestine and just, just see you do it. And I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that actually does feel like that joke of mine has been digesting for much longer than normal. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully, that was funny enough to end on. Ah. Anyway, so that's it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, man, uh, Sarah, has this been as enjoyable as you'd hoped? It's so great. I always love talking Harry Potter. Um, and I am a 30-year-old woman, and it's not acceptable to talk about it as often as I would like uh, in casual conversation. So thank you for giving me the safe space to do that. I, I, I Sarah, do. I'm giving you my number. Um, oh, my God. If, like, that's I, cool. <laughs> Uh, yes, and I can't wait to listen to your podcast. I I love theories, so I can't I'm believe so I glad. haven't already listened to it. 
I, Please come and be on it at any time. I Alex, I guess like, you too. Ezra, you're always welcome. <laughs> it does feel like it's almost overwhelming to try to do one episode about Harry Potter, since we, especially because you guys know so much about the greater world. It's, it's not like if we'd just read the book the first time all, it would be like more self-contained. This feels like it's just so much to talk about that I, I feel like we could do three or four more episodes and still have stuff to... I mean, Congratulations, not, Alex, on your Harry Potter podcast. We did not even talk about the fact that he's <laughs> you like made one. licking unicorn blood off the floor. Also, oh my God, there's a whole of, ethical question there too. Wow. Speaking of blood, how did... Okay, this is the thing that bugs me. Uh, Dumbledore discovered like the 12 uses of dragon blood. I could think of a thousand right now. He didn't discover shit. <laughs> I could, uh, I could, I could. What be are you talking a about? Person covered in dragon's blood. Was that on his list? <laughs> Is that a use, man? That's just like a. Okay. That's just like a okay. happenstance. Uh, clothing right. stainer. Stop! Okay. You're out that's, of control. <laughs> I think you really think a dragon's blood different from other bloods. You know, like yeah. I think that like I, these like, are unique to blood dragon blood. Stain. Dragon's blood can like I don't know uh, stain and make you look fabulous. <laughs> Huh. I'm assuming scales scales more than blood, but you, you, he gets the point. You got, My it was point, a great is point. There's a lot of uses of dragon's blood, and he's famous for that. I don't know. Um, really intimidating. Oh wait, wait, wait! I got an. Oh, wait, you, I, we're still going with I, this. I, wait, I've got one. I've got one. Keeping a dragon alive. Did he mention that one? I'm assuming that is one of them. <laughs> really 11 uses plus being the blood in the dragon anyway so that's the episode uh thank you so much for listening we're gonna be back next week next week we're talking about shifting gears here we're gonna be talking about country strong this is sponsored by jess who says half-baked melodrama in orphan quail her royal goopness and a country song performed by everybody except the one actual country music star in the cast so that is a lot to look forward to and i i think it's gonna be a really fun episode we've got um we got a, a musician coming back, and oh, there's so much good stuff. So join us for for Country Strong next week, um, and thank you to Ava from Canada for sponsoring this. Um, Ava also mentioned that uh, her brother is named Alex, and so I'm like the second Alex in her life, which is like, I don't know, like I get, I agree with you, but like you don't have to tell me I'm in second place to a person I haven't met, right? You could just not mention that. <laughs> That's pretty good to be like next to blood, right? So like next to kin. I. For, yeah. for as much as you guys actually hung out with each other, I think that's pretty solid. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I guess that's fair. I mean, a- should be so Alex Trebek would be up there for me. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I'm your second Alex. I'm not your first Alex. You picked yourself first. Oh, sometimes what I try is- to pretend to be offended by something and then halfway through I yeah, give up. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Trebek's like, like what, what is a four-letter name for a jerk? <laughs> and it'd be, <laughs> it'd be Alex. That would be Alex? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it'd be How Alex. How come he doesn't throw in more questions about himself? <laughs> this host has a real sexy mustache. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, and also thanks to Haley from Nashville for uh, for becoming a meat buddy. We really appreciate it for finally jumping in and for knowing so many celebrity things, or at least two, for having two celebrity interactions. Uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, go to reach.com/meatbuddies and uh, you'll get to vote on episodes. Thank you for being here at Ezra Fox. Um. Yeah. Are you going to read the next one? <laughs> Yeah. I are will. you going to do it now, or are you going to wait until we can do it as a podcast? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up and do it. I was so. definitely thinking about starting the next one, and then I was like, but I do want to... It'll be weird now not to talk about it, and I kind of want... I don't know. How often can we do a Harry Potter before that's, like, the only thing we're doing? Uh, uh, so many questions. Three? Here's what I'd like. I would like you all to write in and, to tell, and just tell us now. I want to vote from everybody, so you can do it on uh, email, podcast at com or on Facebook or on Twitter. Just tell us... 
how many more episodes about Harry Potter would be the right number of episodes? How much of this would you like us to switch over to just talking about Harry Potter? Because we have a lot of other stuff on the docket, but, you know, we got... We have the the Rocktober. He's not in any of those movies. So, what do we even do? So, I want your opinion. All right, and uh, and thanks for being here at Sarah Hathaway. Thank you. A dream, a joy, a true wish fulfillment. Everybody... Uh, she'll definitely take all your ats uh, about anything Harry Potter related. Toss them at me. <laughs> and uh, at Uncle Kate on Twitter if you just want to follow Kaylin. And then, of course, check out the podcast Room of Requirement 237. 237. ROR237.com is the website. ROR237. And please include me on those ads for Harry Potter lore. Just, yeah, send um, them to both Questions them. and opinions. And yeah. don't ruin their new friendship by saying anything too controversial. So just give them things they can agree on. (laughs) Hey, friendships, relationships are built from controversy. Did you forget everything about trauma bonding? It's trauma bonding. Oh, yeah, you guys have to go get some real shit together. (laughs) Yeah, you guys fight a troll and then you're friends forever. Oh, my gosh. There we go. I can't wait. Excited. All right, I'll meet you at Harry Potter land. All right. Talk to everybody later. (laughs) Bye.